Shabbat Shalom, podcast land. We're so glad you're with us today. Pastor Tim Karskatton here, Christian of Shreveport, our favorite podcast of the week. It's Supernatural Friday. We play a testimony today of a supernatural miracle, trauma, pain, disease, how God can heal. We always know God can. The question is, will he? Gets answered in this testimony today. All right. Shabbat Shalom. It is a Shabbat Shalom greeting to you today. Welcome. It's Friday. It's Supernatural Friday, as we love to call it. Here on the 16th day of February, 2024. So glad you're with us. I hope you enjoyed the podcast this week um, on border battles. I think it kind of brought some insight to me, even studying it and beginning to replay my revelation I've had on ancient boundaries and how important they are. And I think it's a very important, timely word for all of us because we are seeing our borders invaded in the natural in our nations, but also the borders being challenged in our own life, boundaries that we put up. I've said this for a while now. If you, if you just quote scripture sometimes right now, you're going to get in a big fight. It's amazing how people are fighting against the word of God like never before. Those are ancient boundaries. We're pushing them back and we must decree the word of the Lord. Whatever he says is the answer. We cannot compromise on that word. Okay. Well, today we have a supernatural testimony of a young lady uh, diagnosed and had trauma in her life. I don't even want to get into all, let you listen to it. An amazing testimony of the goodness of God. And we'll talk about that at the end because I think it's very important. This is a topic I think we all struggle with. Uh, concerning our healings and our breakthroughs. Okay, let's listen, listen to this testimony, and then we're going to pray for you at the end. All right, God bless. The doctor comes in, and he says, she has about a 95% chance of not even making it. So you all need to go home and make arrangements. Margaret Green was 34 years old when doctors told her and her husband, Jermaine, she had two life-threatening conditions. I said, no, I can't receive that. And my husband was like, you know, we're going we're gonna to trust God. I knew that he could heal her, but the question was, are you going to heal her? But Margaret's story of healing isn't just about whether God would heal her, but how. It begins when she was a young girl growing up in a rough St. Louis neighborhood with an abusive alcoholic father. She was four when her mother, who was afraid for her life, grabbed two of Margaret's younger siblings and fled. Margaret and an older sister were left behind with their dad to suffer his abuse. He would slap me in the face or he would, you know, kick me in the face. He never missed a day where he wouldn't, you know, call me names or, you know, blame me for my mother leaving him. Her nightmare didn't end there. For the next three years, she would be molested by a friend of her father's. At eight years old, she attempted suicide. I took the whole bottle of pills that were there. And I said, life was, life was just better without me. 
Afterwards, Margaret was sent to live with her mom, who started taking her to church. At 12, she made the decision to follow Christ, but there was something she couldn't understand. I began to ask him who he was and if he, and if, if he was real and if he was there. Why did he allow all of this to happen to me? When God didn't answer me, I felt like he did not hear me. As a teen, Margaret rebelled, becoming promiscuous, drinking alcohol and using and selling drugs. That's what happens when you're, you're damaged. By 21, she had four children and was stealing, selling drugs, and stripping to provide for them. She spent six years in and out of homeless shelters and abusive relationships. I would always um, pray, even though I felt like God wasn't listening. I w it was almost like checking the sea. Maybe one day he'll hear me and come and save me from this. Then one night, Margaret went to a party with two men she had just met. While there, she was violently raped. They plotted how to kill her, and that's when Margaret began to call on the name of Jesus, which only angered the men. And he said, don't call him, he can't hear you. So he began to punch me in the back of my head. It didn't matter how much he punched me, I continued to call on Jesus' name. They eventually let Margaret go, leaving her on the streets to die. The next morning, she turned her life over to God and began to seek after Him. That I decided to stop going to the clubs, stop selling drugs, everything. I mean, everything. Over the next seven years, Margaret began her new life in Christ. A few years later, at a church event, Margaret met Jermaine. They married, and they blended their families together. The Lord really, really put His hand on our marriage, you know. Um, he was right for me, and I was right for Him, and our family was perfect. Then, two years later, Margaret went to her doctor with severe abdominal pains. Tests revealed she had a dissecting abdominal aortic aneurysm. Three weeks later, they discovered multiple black clots in both of her lungs and one next to her heart. They could treat one or the other, but not both. He said, if we remove the blood clots, you'll die of the aneurysm. If we repair the aneurysm and treat you for the blood clots, you'll die of the blood clots. Surgery was risky, so instead, Margaret was prescribed blood thinners to avoid more clotting. But even then, she had only a 5% chance of survival. He told me that basically at any time, she could go. So I needed to cherish all the moments that I have with her. And the news was very scary. We prayed, I encouraged her, I said, hey, it's okay, dry your eyes. God's gonna bring you through this. Three weeks later, Margaret went for a follow-up visit. They discovered the blood clots had dissolved. And they said, we've never seen a case where blood clots have dissolved that fast. They said, there's, there's something to you we don't know, but there's a plan, God has a plan. But the aneurysm still threatened her life. Over the next two years, Margaret's activities were restricted. She was even hospitalized 28 times. She didn't know whether she'd live or die. Despite it all, she and Jermaine continued to pray and believe God for a miracle. Finally, she says during a time of prayer, God spoke to her about her condition. And he said, while some issues are hereditary, some are connected to your heart. And he said, your sickness, Margaret, is connected to your issues that you're having that's in your heart. 
the Lord said, hey, I need you to forgive everyone that's hurt you, everyone that has rejected you. So she started praying, and after three months, she noticed she was no longer in pain. I said, I feel different. I just felt so different in my body. And I said, Something's, something has changed. I said, okay, so are you saying God healed you? She said, yes, the Lord healed me. I'm healed. The couple went to her doctor who ordered CAT scans. When they returned home, they got a call from the doctor's office. He said, I don't know what happened. He said, but that aneurysm is no longer there. And they're like, this does not happen. You know, aneurysms don't regress, they don't shrink. And they were like, we cannot explain this, you know? So we can only put resolved. This issue has been resolved, miracle, she's a miracle. She was so excited, she just broke down crying. So we, we just kind of, you know, held each other and we were you know, just very happy that God did what he said he was going to do. Margaret and Jermaine just celebrated their seventh wedding anniversary. They share hope and encouragement to their followers on their weekly radio show. She's also written a book where she encourages everyone to trust God, to heal the broken places in their lives, and be kingdom created. The power of forgiveness is able to heal. Anytime you're broken, anytime you're down and out, just forgive. God is still a healer. He's able to work miracles. All you have to do is trust Him. Now, well, do you agree with that? What an amazing testimony of the goodness of God. I think one thing we, we need to understand is unbelief in the goodness of God is still unbelief. Sometimes we think, well, I just don't know if God's good or not or whether He'll do this or not. That's unbelief. And I try to speak this everywhere I go and even my own house. So just Unbelief is a sin. Because what you're saying is that your circumstance or the problems that you're going through or we're going through are greater than the goodness of God. They are not. His goodness supersedes all. And we must understand that when we decree things. Now, the, the husband made a great statement in this testimony is, he knew God could. The question is, would he? And I don't think that's a wrong question to ask because we're looking at what God's doing in many parameters, many things going on around. You look at Job's life. You knew God would restore. You knew he could restore, but would he? And at what level would he restore? It's kind of hard to say that. And as his problems mounted and continued, if you read that book, the book of Job, you think, wow, when does it end? Well, it does end, and it ends victoriously because that's the nature of the Lord. And our question is, not only uh, will he, uh, at what time will he? Remember when the man comes to Jesus and he asks him, are you willing to heal me? He said, I'm willing. Jesus said, I'm willing. He goes, well, then help my unbelief. So he believed that Jesus could heal, but he had unbelief. And he did something I think is very profound that we can do when you, or you can do, it's me, I'll do it too. When we're struggling with our faith, whether God's going to come through for us, come through for our lives, our families, whatever, go ahead and admit to the Lord that, look, I believe you can, I believe you're willing, but help my unbelief. You know, <laughs> I need that help, Lord. There's nothing wrong with asking that prayer. I thought that was just such humility of that man. To do that, he's admitting where he is. This thing of faking our faith 
making these, you know, name it, claim it stuff and screaming. And by God, I have this as mine by the righteousness of Christ. And I, I know you're quoting the word, but what if it's not in your heart? What if you're just trying to do mind over matter? Why don't we get to a place that it gets settled in our heart? Let's ask for deliverance from unbelief. Why don't we start there? Now, this testimony was amazing because it came through. There's a lot of testimonies that, that doesn't happen that way because we get an unbelief. We don't understand what's going on, and we just accept the, sac- the circumstances and say, well, that's my plot in life. You, that's where the gift of God of prophetic and hearing the Lord is so helpful uh, to us and, and what God wants to do. Sometimes God has told people, I know, timelines. You're going to go through this battle for two months, three months, whatever. There's no problem with God healing you. It's a matter of timing sometimes, but he can heal, and ultimately he wants to heal. He wants to save all, right? He's not willing that any should perish. That not willing means that's his will. Now, people make choices and don't experience salvation. We can't control that, but we can make a declaration that it's his will because he says it is, and if he says it is, so be it. In Psalms 103, he is the God who heals all our diseases, right? And he can. He, by his stripes, Isaiah 55, 53, by his stripes, we are healed. That's a declaration. That's a boundaries we've been talking about this week. Uh, you cannot move that boundary that he cannot heal because he said he could and he will as we come into agreement with him. So as I pray for you here in a little bit, I want you to think about what you've been going through, what you're believing God for. If you need any type of breakthrough and you're in some level of unbelief because you just can't see how God's going to do it or how it would work out, but at least start to the place that you believe he can. If you get there, if you don't believe he can, then you are already outside the, the law, spiritual law of the goodness of God. He can do all things. With, God, with man, it's impossible, but with God, all things are possible. I believe that with my whole heart, and I want that for you as well. That's my passion for you today. So I want to cover you in prayer. I want to come in agreement with heaven that heaven can do for you what you cannot do for yourself. Will you agree with that? Let's all come into agreement today. Let's see from this one podcast multiple, multiple miracles. Please, if you get a miracle as we pray today, send a testimony to us. You can send it to, 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 my, to our pipeline. That's a good place to send it. Pipeline at ChristianCentersReport.com. That's an easy one to remember. Uh, that's part of our outreach ministry, the online groups. So, Father, I pray right now for everybody listening to this, this podcast today about this supernatural miracle. Lord, we know you can, but now we want to move to we know you will. Lord, give us revelation of any area of our life that's a hindrance, any area we don't believe in your goodness, we repent of. We believe in your goodness, and we believe you want to be good to all men that cry out to you. Lord, help us in our unbelief. But Lord, move us to a place of belief that whatever need we have, you're more than able to meet that need. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Every day for listening to our daily podcast here from Christian Center Shreveport. We pray you are blessed today and thank you for finding the application which is on. Don't forget to share this with your friends. We want to make sure this message and these prophetic updates 
help everybody to stay where they're supposed to be, know the hour they're in, and what to do. Thanks for sewing. Many of you sew into our ministry. You can do that at our website, ChristianCentersReport.com, or you can also go to our app. Thank you so much. May God bless you, and have a great day. I know she has a different style, but I do feel like Cindy was hearing from the Lord. I love the Council of Prophets, getting many people to be a part of that. I pray this encourages you. We have prayer to pray that goes with everything we've said this week about our power of intercession. So let's pray, press into these words. Let's avoid a world war. Let's see Christ reign in every area. Lord, I bless everybody listening today. May they have a great weekend. Come back again next week. We love you guys. Shabbat Shalom.